When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, first of all, I want to say I'm... I, I rewatched it obviously right before a, a few days ago in preparation for this podcast. And I was like, Oh, this movie is so messed up. <laughs> um, but I chose it. <laughs> I chose it because for whatever reason I watched it like on like a Sunday night with my mom when it was on TNT or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like young enough for all of the images and like themes of the movie to like really stick with me for my whole life. So uh, I guess whenever someone asks me about a movie, I, I just like say that movie. <laughs> um, it despite all of its like, all of, the, all of the very special elements of it. <laughs> Welcome back to Open Forum. I'm Michael Denzel Smith. Tara was abandoned as a baby because her condition so horrified everyone. Hypertrichosis leaves her looking much like the name she will eventually adopt, a wolf girl. Rescued by a traveling circus, Tara has come to accept, as best she can, what her life has become. But when the promise of a drug that can cure her presents itself, Tara can't help but try it. Try to become a normal girl in a world where the abnormal is shunned, ridiculed, and caged. This week's film is Wolf Girl, and it was chosen by Melissa Lozada Oliva, author of the recently released Dreaming of You, a novel in verse. I mean, the basic premise of this movie is that there is a traveling sideshow or freak show, as we would uh, yeah. once called this, and there's a teen girl named Tara who is the wolf girl. Uh, she's sort yeah. of the main attraction mm-hmm. of this sideshow. Uh, and her affliction, as it were, is that right. she's born hairy. <laughs> she just has a lot of extra hair on her body. <laughs> and, and therefore is deemed a freak. Uh, and she performs as what people would, ex- you know, what she's been called, what she looks like in this film a wolf and you know she she's not actually a wolf which i think people it's not like some hybridization happening here as if it's like human and wolf came together she's just very hairy all over uh and so she like puts in false teeth to like give the appearance and performs as if she is an animal um and and they're Mm -hmm. they're in this small town where they've stopped to perform uh, and there, you know, the variety right. of different uh, attractions and, and spectacles uh, I- involved in the show. Uh, 
and Tim Curry is sort of your P.T. Barnum <laughs> character who's uh, pulled all <laughs> of this together. Um, and, yeah. But she, she happens into this small town where there is, uh, you know, this woman who's a scientist who is working on specifically a a serum or, or something that would cure exactly her, her, her predicament. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> and her teenage son, who uh, Ryan, who's kind of this shy, nerdy character, uh, you know, doesn't fit in, is not one of the cool kids of this small right. town. Mm-hmm. starts to develop he he spots Tara he seems to like develop a crush on her he's attracted <laughs> to her he's like really into right. her he sees but also the beauty within. he sees the beauty within right. <laughs> but he also wants to help her he's like oh I could help you I could give you this serum here and you know you mm. would be cured uh and from there things unfold with Tara and her her reckoning with with who she is and what she is and how the world perceives her Right. <laughs> but there are a lot of other things. Oh, the description is so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's so much to this freaky movie. And, um, you know, when I first watched it, it was like in, you know, there was like commercial segments and there wasn't any nudity. And rewatching it, I'm like, oh, my God, there's a lot. Like, you see her her full furry naked body yeah. um, a bunch of times. I think, like, I mean, at its core, it's, like, this, like, coming-of-age story Mm. and also this, like, moral tale of, like, what happens when you don't accept who you are, which is, like, you know, she takes the serum, um, which, like, as, like, a young, hairy Latina, I was, like, I want to take that serum. Mm. (laughs) I want to get rid of my mustache. Mm. Um, And the more she takes the serum, the more feral she actually gets. So, like... Before she's covered in hair and she's just this like normal teenage girl who's like also really like sweet and like just wants love you know so relatable and then the more she takes it the more like she gets a craving for flesh um and I thought I like that's like one of the most like fun parts of the movie it's like oh no like the thing that you really want is gonna actually turn you into what people thought you were all along which is like a monster yeah 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 you get the sense of the story as just sort of like this tale of self-acceptance right like you are who you Uh are in the world but 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 there's so many different parts of this that i didn't mention in sort of like you know (laughs) giving a synopsis (laughs) where okay so she she's in this show and in this small town there's this group of teenagers that are predictable teenagers right right? like they're they're harassing (laughs) her horrible they're horrible. horrible horrible yeah. horrible teenagers yeah. who are harassing her they, they throw, they throw yeah. darts at her during one of these shows um but <laughs> like why yeah <laughs> but they are also at least two of them that we like sort of come to know a little better are also wrestling with their own feelings of outsiderness right like they, it's like it's that they are threatened right. in this yeah. way by the appearance of these quote unquote freaks that like oh i also like they they're lashing right. out because they are also they would also think of themselves as freaks but don't want anyone to know right yeah they're definitely projecting there's the one guy, his name, he's like in a bunch of Disney Channel movies. And for some reason, and maybe it's because of this movie, he's always like 
sexually disturbed me like something about him seems like really creepy (laughs) um and then there is like the girl of the group who has like the best shot in town Mm -hmm. and like she like is one of the guys and like you know plot twist she's obviously as we she's a lesbian it seems like um and super ashamed of that and like they both are like punished and see i don't know if maybe that is like the way to interpret it but they both seem to be like punished for these like things that make them different yeah Um, we have to mention what makes him different we have to mention what makes him different and it it becomes (laughs) key right and it 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 starts to just explain so much of what they're what they're attempting to to explore here or what's like what feels layered there is that he has a micro penis right (laughs) like he there's a micro there is there's a micro penis. We, we have to talk about the micro penis in the room. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that is. Yeah. Like, she like, well, he's, he's been especially horrible to her. And then she like stalks him and sees him doing this, like a uh, top gun kind of like Tom Cruise dance <laughs> in his towel. And then he's towel drops. And then, surprise there's a micro penis um yeah and then he's like and then he sees that she's looking and he's like nobody can know and he like tracks her down into her little like carny trailer and tries to shoot her which is when she chases him down um through the forest now fully feral and Mm -hmm. just like eats his insides and leaves his pants down (laughs) um yeah, it's so brutal. Yeah. It's brutal, but it's it's like okay, yeah. you know that that lashing out, that projecting. He is like a teenage boy, insecure about these things. But it's it's the the insecurity around the micro penis is like you know in contrast with the fact that he probably in other fil- like if you cast him in any other film, like he is the heartthrob, right? Like he is the sort of Americana, yeah. like white, you know, good looking, you know, he's, it's true. Yeah. he's admiring his the body, his player, physique. Like, yeah. He's admiring himself in the, in the mirror. He's yeah. like, yeah, look at how I look except for this one thing, which is like the biggest thing or the smallest right. thing as it were. Um, uh, and and what is <laughs> and what is his reaction? Not just to lash out, but how does he lash out with a gun? And it's just so phallic and like so and so incredibly, oh, like, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's so. Yeah, it's totally on the nose. Uh, um, and then you know, during uh, there's just I think this movie could be like so good if it was just like if the characters were just like a little more developed, like sure. you know, when, during that like scene where like you know the micro penis reveal it's like going back and forth into this like the the carnies are dancing mm-hmm. and grace jones who's playing this like intersex individual yeah. um in a very like cartoonishly kind of fucked up way like half of her face is a man and the <laughs> other half is a whatever yeah. so she's like singing and she's like not everything is what it seems and then there are these people behind her who like reveal that they have penises and then you're like okay what is this is this like a is this movie a trans narrative is it trying to be as it just saying like you know like this i don't know know. yeah i don't know (laughs) Um, that's the part where i was like oh gosh (laughs) yeah because that moment that you're describing it's sort of like it's 
it's both, I mean, the whole concept of the freak show, right, is like we are marking these people as other. They are not normal and therefore they are something to be gawked at. And that performance is Grace Jones' character playing to all of that with these women who are dancing behind her and slowly revealing their bodies. And they're titillating the men in the audience. They're like, oh yeah, bring it, bring more. And then they reveal that they have penises. And it's like, are you... Like, is the is the gaze that I'm supposed to be registering this from, like, from mm. the audience and from their reaction and that they are, right. like, horrified? Or that we're supposed to be looking at this and saying, well, see how, see, see the level that you were, like, aroused by this, like, the men who are aroused and then question why why this mm. one element then uh, turns you off. Like, it, it's it's unclear in there, and it's like, oh, I wish the rest of the movie did have some more of that sort of, like, subtlety, maybe. Like, <laughs> right. Some, like, investigation. Yeah, and then there's a way it's almost, like, smart because it places us in the audience at the freak show, you know, mm. and it's like... Oh, we're we're just like gazing, and then she's gazing at him through a window. There's like all this like voyeurism happening, and like maybe even talking about like the performance of gender mm-hmm. and this like like what it happens when we like reveal who we truly are. And like in one scene, like the reveal is for performance, and the other scene is like it's it's a private reveal, mm-hmm. but it's also like being hacked by somebody else. Um, anyway, yeah, it's like. And then on the other, the, like, so the the lesbian of the group, there's, like, maybe also something happening with gender there. Like, she's also, like, obsessed with a gun. Yeah. And, like, is so, like, enamored when she finds Tara in the forest, who's now, like, you know, all of her hair's gone, and she's this, like, beautiful, hairless woman. Mm-hmm. But she's fully fucking feral at this point. Yeah. And then she tries to kiss Tara, and Tara rips out her tongue. Rips out her tongue. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> um that's like one of my favorite scenes i think i that really like haunted me forever um but yeah it's like i can't tell if the movie is like it's like setting all these things up and then not like following through on it <laughs> you know yeah. but the, at the same time it feels like it is saying something very directly about like you know, via Tara and via these two teenagers that she attacks, right? Mm-hmm. That, like, yeah. their their insecurities that they're projecting onto her lead to their demise, right? Like, they, they suffer some consequences yeah. for doing so. But also, Tara, because mm-hmm. she refuses to accept herself, but that doesn't get interrogated enough, I think, in turn. Like, it, it, it's very surface, right? In that, like, it's asking her to do right. that work while the rest of the world still projects onto her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, she doesn't... Yeah, it's like she's this, like, symbol for for everybody. Like, she's a symbol for... She's, like, the ultimate freak at the freak show. She's, like, their bread and butter. And then she is this symbol for, you know, this small town, like... Um, kind of just like encapsulating all of their all of their fears of like who they are, all of like these beasts that they think they are inside. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like this this dynamic is playing out where like we're supposed to 
desire the the intrinsic self right like it, it no matter what that is mm-hmm. we're supposed to be accepting of it even even though like the what it doesn't ask us to do is question well maybe to a degree i guess through those characters it's sort of asking us to not then cast dispersion on those who are different because there are consequences that come back on us but like the way that the film ends it's like no Tara because she didn't accept herself is is does become a beast and that she has to be annihilated yeah and then she just gets like left behind it's so sad but I also I feel like I think um you know if this is there's something weird like watching it this time about like you know, she's, like, injecting herself with things, and then Mm -hmm. her body's physically changing to, like, appear more feminine, and then there's these consequences, which makes me think it's this, like, I don't know, if we're thinking about it as this, like, trans narrative, which I don't think it is, I think maybe, like, someone subconsciously wanted it to be, Mm -hmm. but, like, it's, like, oh, like, don't take hormones if you want to, like, see what happens, like, you become a monster. (laughs) You should just accept who you are, which is, like, yeah, it's, like, not, like, it's, it's, I wish it did it more complicatedly. I want a remake of Wolf Girl. <laughs> <laughs> you should. I think you should. I think that, that that's your next book. Is, is yeah. A retelling of Wolf Girl. Yeah, because right. exactly, exactly what you're saying and sort of like, you know, we're, she's basically, it's a warning against this, uh, you know, the a self-narrative of deficiency in which like okay because your natural mm-hmm. state is one that is looked down upon but it's it sort of then becomes obsessed with the natural right like it's like okay what is natural yeah. must be good which is to say that like what's mm-hmm. natural what's natural quote unquote is not always what is what fits for what we desire and what is good for us in in existing right like the, the just yeah, the very yeah, state exactly. of our being like as, as we can't alter ourselves in yeah. any way to fit what what feels good for us right yeah yeah i think the way the movie ends is so like moralistic i guess so it, it just like there's just like there's so much punishment involved mm-hmm. and not enough like and if, if there wasn't then i think it would um maybe be saying something kind of cool <laughs> yeah. um but instead it's like it's just kind of eerie like you know the three people we follow like one is left dead with his pants down the other is left without a tongue and the other like um is this feral in in the woods you know yeah yeah and i I think that it kept coming to me in thinking about like it's the the obsession with the natural and i would think about like you know being being sort of being a teenager in early 20s in conversations around other presumably heterosexual men who would be obsessed with like natural beauty like oh I don't want a woman who wears a bunch of makeup and has like done all these things to her hair and all this stuff and it's like okay but what you're actually what you're actually desiring is that what a person's natural state still conform to beauty standards that you have imposed on it right like Uh like you're not actually interested in the natural right yeah you're you're not you're just like i you don't want anything interfering and uh, when it's like clear that there's like an interference you like feel like maybe 
a loss of control or something. Um, yeah. Or like when you can't, when you can, can't gaze upon something, when something, when you gaze upon something and then it like gazes back, I guess. Like I'm thinking that there's like a, the fat lady who's mm-hmm. like her mother figure. Yeah. And uh, I think she's like, I mean, to me, she kind of represents this like excess of like womanhood. Mm-hmm. And then like Tim Curry's kind of like her dad, but she's just this like excess of womanhood. And then there's this part where the, those like three boys who we like only see twice, they're like obsessed with her boobs. <laughs> and she's like, do you want to, do you want me to show you? Yeah. And then like the, the lesbian like gives her, I don't remember her name, <laughs> like gives her the cotton candy. Yeah. And then, and then she eats it. And then the, she's like, I really don't want to be like this woman. So she like makes herself throw up. Mm. So it's like, she's, she's like letting herself be all of these things, but it's still like, I don't know. It's like, we all want it, but it's, it's disgusting. And it's also all in a box and yeah. it can all, it can be like shipped away from us. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the other thing that sort of strikes me is like, okay, Tim Curry's character is very much exploiting all of these these people who have been cast <laughs> yeah. aside right like and that's that's one thing and yeah. i don't expect this film to like really explore that necessarily but in <laughs> yeah. in exploiting them i think that it it teases out this like relationship that all of us who are otherized exploited and that eventually come to feel Whoa. is that in that in that experience there is community right like all of them are like dining together wow. eating t- like you know what i mean like they are yeah. fi- like athena the fat <laughs> lady does become a mother figure to tara it's like it, it's it's yeah, to say that like right. in this pressure cooker of exploitation and discrimination we do find one another and wow. even even as we are like wow <laughs> existing through the exploitation we have to form the community for our yeah. survival wow that's really beautiful that is those are some like really sweet scenes where they're all just like dining and laughing and gossiping mm-hmm. together and they're like you know they're like a found family i think also like when you say that like um there's something about like when you are only existing as when when like your existence and like your appearance are making you money um mm-hmm. because of your like marginalized identity let's say then you don't know how to like exist outside of that and you only know yourself mm-hmm. as like yeah. I'm I'm the wolf girl and that's all I've ever been, you yeah. know? And I mean, I think, I don't know if you, I feel like, I don't know, sometimes in this like literary world, I think that can happen to, um, yeah. to like quote unquote marginalized authors where, or like maybe you only, um, like, I don't know. I was just talking to my friend about like, you know, sometimes when you only date other white people, you only understand yourself like, um, in an exoticized way mm-hmm. <laughs> because the other person, you, you know, so yeah, I'm just kind of rambling, but yeah. No, no that's, that's exactly yeah. right. And, it, and, and, it, and it's like, you know, it is a, a scene where, uh, Tara is talking to Athena and she, it's very early on and she's saying, you know, I've only mm-hmm. ever known this. And she's curious about some, an existence outside of this because she's like, Athena, you yeah. you weren't always fat. Like, right. what is it like to be normal? And, and Athena's like, yeah. normal's kind of overrated. Like, right. it, it, and, it, and it's to say that, like, there is no... 
There's no liberation in that world outside of this simply because you are you exist as like right. normal because the normal world is fucked up, right? Like it, it it's fucked up. Right. And it's, it's like, like like she found solace being here with these people who are cast aside, right? Like who are who are the right. freaks. Yeah, totally. I know that that scene is is really so sweet and like yeah, and, and then you look at the townspeople and, like, their everyday lives and even that, like, freaky teenage boy who's in love with her, like, his life really sucks and he just, like, lives in his mother's laboratory mm-hmm. and she has all these, like, rules instated for him and, and he doesn't really, like, he feels maybe his most himself when he's, like, when he's with Tara, even though he's, like, trying to change her, that, that was his, like, opening line, like, (laughs) if you want to be normal, I can help you. (laughs) Um, I will, I will say, though, that, like, he's also presented to us as, like, this outsider, and I just want to be, like, look, being shy is not the same thing. Like, I just don't think that that (laughs) these are equivalent, like, predicaments. I know, yeah, he's like, what's your, like, what makes him freaky is he's just, like, introverted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I also love that he's like, okay, he's, like, pretending he knows, like, how to be a scientist, and he's like, well, we'll administer, he's like, we have to administer this right away. Immediately. (laughs) Immediately. We we have no sense that, that, like, he's actually studied any of this. It's just, like, your mom knows all this. Like, that, (laughs) she refuses to let you down in the lab. So how do you know all this? (laughs) And Tara's just like, okay, yeah, sure, inject me. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's go. Oh, and then the rabbit eats himself alive. Oh my yeah. goodness! <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The rabbit eats itself alive. They t- they test the stuff. He tested on the test the serum on the rabbit uh, to see if he can handle an, yeah. an increased dosage, and then the rabbit ends up eating himself. And it's the just rabbit like, could not. Yeah. Again, very on the nose. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The movie does not want to be subtle at all. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Melissa, what's one <laughs> lasting image that sticks with you from Wolf Girl? I think, so there's two that really stick with me. And one of them is when the her first, um, the dosages finally start working and she starts losing her hair in the shower. Mm. And just the image of like, the, the way the, the sound of the hair falling in the shower, just like the splat of it. And then her being like so happy that she can see her skin. Mm. And then at the end, when uh, that girl approaches Tara, has no idea it's Tara, even though she's been harassing her the whole movie, and she's trying to, like, impress her. And then she's like, do you want to kiss? And then Tara just rips out her tongue, and she just, like, she throws her head back, and the tongue is just, like, in her mouth. There's blood everywhere. That scared me so much for for years. (laughs) That really, I was so scared. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Oh, Melissa, yeah. thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for watching this freaky movie and <laughs> being so um, being so willing to talk about it. I was so... Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Open Forum. 
podcast from Lit Hub Radio, produced by Eliza Smith and Justin Alvarez, and hosted by me, Michael Denzel Smith. Feel free to like, comment, subscribe to Open Forum wherever you get your podcasts, and or sign up for the Lit Hub newsletter to stay up to date on our latest episodes. If you're enjoying what you hear, share Open Forum with a friend or on social media. Next week, a comedy about colonization.